Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting. And have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way. As well as setting goals and updating our progress each week. With brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we are taking it back to basics with Poshmark 101, the first part of our Back to School series. Yes, we have been getting some messages lately of people that are just getting started on Poshmark and wondering, you know, what to do when you first start out. So we thought we'd just turn the wheels back into time and create the episode that we would have wanted when we were just starting on Poshmark with all the info. But keep in mind, this is Reseller 101, not Reseller Senior Thesis. So if you've been selling for a while, you probably know a lot of this stuff. That's totally fine. But we're just going back to basics. Definitely. Yeah. It'll be a good refresher if you've been selling for a little while. But before we get into all that, what is going on this week, Maddie? Well, I have a rose and a thorn going on this week. So <laughs> which would you like the... to hear first? <laughs> Let's end with the rose. End with the rose. Okay, cool. So I am running a closet sale this weekend. And I have been so excited to run this sale because I've been doing a lot of sourcing at the bins. I had like two like 30 item hauls from the bins in August. So I have like a ton of inventory right now. And like, I'm so proud of it. And like, I was just so excited to run this sale thinking I was doing like calculations from the last sale I ran of like how many listings I had available and then how many I sold and was like expanding that to what I thought I might sell this time. And yeah, it is not going that great. I have made up some sales. I'm running a 50% off closet sale right now. And I'm just surprised, I guess. I thought there was going to be a lot more takers. But yeah, I was pretty disappointed about it. Like the first day of the sale when it wasn't going well. But now I've kind of like, okay, it is what it is. You know, it's obviously humbling where you like think you're going to make all these sales and then you don't where you're like, okay, that didn't turn out like I expected, but I don't feel like I made bad sourcing decisions. So I feel like I have really good inventory for like the fall months here from these bins hauls. So I'm glad about that. I haven't ran this sale before. I just did a straight 50% off. I thought it'd be like kind of enticing because it'd be like easy math, you know, just like, yeah simple half off and there's no like complicated calculations but for whatever reason it hasn't been too enticing for the shoppers (laughs) (laughs) well not every sale could be a slam dunk and yeah some you lose some just it it probably is just the holiday weekend and 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 all of that going on plus you got a lot of good new fall stuff so people will probably be wanting to pay top dollar for it anyway yeah yeah and then I had a really exciting sale uh, this past week. I had this vintage men's suede jacket that I had found at the bins over the summer. 
So my like cost of goods for it was about $2, maybe less, just because it's based on weight. And I sold it for $70, which I think Woo-hoo! I was looking at my sales. I'm like, this might be one of my best flips ever that I've ever had. So that was really exciting. And like, really reassuring about the bin there are you know those unicorn pieces that you can find and flip for a really high price that was really a silver lining to my week <laughs> totally totally agree and congrats on the sale I feel like Thanks. the bins you can find those gems there that sell for a lot that like pay for the whole trip to the bin which is so nice. yeah true I didn't think about it that way <laughs> <laughs> definitely it's just like strictly profit when you sell something for $70 that's in the bin. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what is going on with you this week? Not too much. I had a very exciting sale too I wanted to talk about. I know yeah. a few weeks ago I mentioned that I had a had a not so fun update where I had the case opened on the uh, Vera Wang 90s wedding dress that I've had listed in my closet. Yeah. It had sold for $300. I had case opened up against me and it got approved by Poshmark and then it got sent back to me. So I was sad, but I had relisted it and it resold over the weekend here. Someone sent another offer for $300. So same exact price <gasps> as I sold it for before and I shipped it out yesterday. I had updated the description and condition for being vintage. I think it was a little nitpicky. It yeah. had been mended in one spot that I didn't disclose the first time so I updated that in the description and then when I was packing it up I was being like so meticulous this time of like I steamed the full dress again I like flipped the dress inside out I was looking at all the seams making sure everything was like perfect and then I ended up like taking a video of the dress being like it's September 3rd I'm shipping this out here's the condition like zooming in on everything just in case. Just in case. I I just, I think it'll all be fine. It's seriously like a stunning dress. I really hope she likes it. But yeah, I shipped it out yesterday. So stay tuned. Hopefully <gasps> it's not a heartbreaker. <laughs> I don't see why it would be, but. Yeah. Love it. That's amazing. That was like, you know, the silver lining of last time. You're like, oh, it'll probably sell again soon. But to have it sell for the same price again. And it's only been maybe a month since it sold the first time. So that really wasn't too long you had to wait for it to sell again. I know. Yeah. I was happy with that for sure. My other update is, okay, I've been seeing everyone post about whatnot. We've talked a little about it before, but if you don't know about it, it's like this new reselling app, but rather than like creating listings and like having people shop them, like how they do on Poshmark and Mercari and eBay, it's like you plan a show and go live like on video and then you auction off the pieces. I've been seeing a lot of people talking about this. And then this last week, Regina, basic posh babe, she, she's like started back up her reselling podcast again. I think it's now called the Posh Babe Podcast. Yeah. And her episode this last week, I listened to it and it was all of her tips for doing a whatnot sale. And I was so inspired after listening to it. And then this week I've been like popping into some of the shows of some of the people here. I, I, I stopped I saw part of Recloth Collection show. That was awesome. And then um, currently Lily, she's another Arizona reseller. And I actually bought a shirt from her on there. It is, it is like, so I can see how it can be kind of like. (laughs) 
tempting the shows it's like you kind of want to buy something like it's just so fun and like they're telling you all about it and yeah it's really fun but I was inspired after listening to the podcast I wanted to apply to become a seller on there so it's like different than other reselling platforms too where you can't just like create an account and just start selling there's like an application process and it was like more involved than I thought it was going to be like you had to confirm your identity by like front and back of your driver's license or like form of ID proving that you're you and then you also had to like include video or pictures of like an example of some of your inventory and like how many listings you have hmm. like kind of like what your if you sell on what other you would apps, do about how much you make on those other apps so right now it says it can take like two weeks to before you hear back so it's only been a couple days since I applied so I'm hoping I hear back soon because I really want to try having a show on there. I'm like, yeah, I just want to give it a go because it's all the shows I've watched. Like most of the people have sold out except for like one or two items. So it's kind of oh, crazy. Wow. Like, and it's definitely like you get a, a good deal on there, but I think the seller fee is also less. So it's kind of like a balance of that. It seems like a really good model if you're someone that like sources at the bins or somewhere where there's like lower cost of goods where you could start the auctions pretty low yeah and then you know you're hoping the price gets run up on them but even if some of them sell a little lower just to be able to do an hour-long show and have it everything sell in that hour is like kind of worth it to give a better deal on some of it yeah I mean if you were like paying yourself an hourly wage like mm-hmm. that would be the the best bang for your buck of like Obviously, there's a ton of preparations that have to go into the shows, but like, yeah. rather than waiting for them to sell one at a time on Poshmark or other apps, like kind of doing this one big hurrah yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to like try it. It, it's, it just seems very, kind of fun and kind of like a fresh take to reselling. Yeah. And it seems like it's pretty early right now where there's definitely resellers on it, like paving the way and doing a good job but it's not like totally oversaturated with shows or anything right now yeah yeah I'm excited I'm excited to hopefully get approved here and then try try my hand at having a sale I'm scared to do it by myself I wish that you were in town so we could do one together just to like take the (laughs) pressure off yeah make it less scary like you're kind of just at your house like talking to your phone so like I don't know I feel like I don't want to like freeze up but You'll have to, um, if I'm not there, you'll have to have Macy or someone. She'll have to help be my you. assistant. Yeah. Great idea. Recruit her. Because it um, seems like there is a lot going on during the sales of like showing the items and like interacting with like comments. Yeah. And, like, and you can like preload your items like into your show before it starts so people can like pre save things so that way they get a notification being like when you're, when yeah, it's time for that item to go on auction because the auctions are like short. It's like just, like 20 seconds that runs down and then every time someone places a bid 10 more seconds get added but like it's quick oh, that's really quick I want to play around in the app more that's why I've been trying to attend these shows that was one of the tips Regina gave was just like before you start selling like go to a bunch of shows and like learn about like how it works and especially like re- being a full-time reseller like at home it is really fun to like tune into these shows even have them like just playing in the background while you're doing other stuff oh like, true yeah it's just kind of fun um, but like I said, then you probably will buy stuff. So never mind. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Just that touch of the button is it's like $8. What's $8? Come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, yeah. So I'm just like really curious about running my own sale of that and like 
yeah seeing how that continues to go one thing that, that I thought was interesting too was I just like opened the app and was scrolling through my feed and I did I haven't followed that many people on there yet like I said like I really just started looking at some some of the shows this week of other resellers for like clothing like how we sell yeah but it seemed like on my feed at, when I first opened the app like a, lo- a lot of the shows that were promoted on the main feed were like collectibles like baseball card show so I was like thinking of our, our dad. dad I'm like he should have a show <laughs> oh. so I'm gonna have to give him my referral code once I get approved totally that's amazing yeah. yeah I think it's my goal this week to download the app and attend a show because I know nothing yeah <laughs> yeah you should yeah keep us posted on your application we're dying oh, yeah. for your first show so okay then we did have a listener win this week and like we said in our last episode, we're trying to be really good about actually responding to our messages and and sharing the listener wins, sharing the, the listener Q&As. So we got this message this week. It's from The Broke Betty. Love, that, love the username, first of all. Yeah. The message says, hi, ladies. Love your podcast. I have been reselling for almost a year now and listening to the podcast for the past couple of months. You have great tips. I wanted to share a quick win. I was at the Goodwill and was looking at the vintage suitcases. I lifted up a tweed Givenchy suitcase, which was a killer find in the first place, and it was really heavy. I looked inside, and there was a full four-piece set in pretty great condition. I cleaned and polished the leather, hand-cleaned the tweed, and sewed a few holes, bought this whole set of four for $12, and have it listed for $500 or best offer. We'll see if it sells. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and then she sent a picture of the set. It looks like brand new, honestly. Like, looks amazing. Yeah, she did a really good job of cleaning it up. Yeah, so I just wanted to shout that out because that is so cool. And also, kind of a pro tip to check the suitcases. I never look there, and there is probably some good stuff to be found. Especially when it's a nesting doll situation and you can get all four. <laughs> yeah, they, this, whoever donated this must listen to the podcast. Maybe they had a sourcing trip planned. Oh, they must have. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great job. Yeah, kudos to you. And thank you for sending in the lo- listener win. Listener win. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the main event, our Poshmark Back to School series, part one of selling on Poshmark. Where do I start? Like, what do I even do if I just downloaded the app? So first we wanted to share some tips for just starting out. The first tip is to start with your own clothes, accessories, shoes. You might have a ton of items that will be able to sell on Poshmark right in your home already that you don't have to pay any additional money for. So if you're downloading the Poshmark app for the first time or just getting into reselling, it is a great it is always a great time to go through your closet If you continue to listen to this podcast, you'll hear that we clean out our personal closets about every two months. (laughs) (laughs) We love doing it, and it's a great way to find new inventory. You know, there's always those pieces in there that you haven't worn in a long time, so definitely check there first because it's really low risk to just list items that you already have. Yes, that's like the best place to start for reselling, we both think because it doesn't cost any money and it actually improves your own personal life to just like clean out your space, get rid of things. And then when those things sell, you have a little cash flow going in the green that you can then start working on reinvesting and figuring out like 
a reselling business from there. But starting with your own stuff is a great way to start. Also, side tip of that, if you need info for cleaning out your cleaning out your closet, the home edit, Marie Kondo, oh, and yes. shows. Those just watch like two episodes of those and you'll you're you're gonna wanna start cleaning out your closet. Just you're gonna get that itch. So Yes. Great call. <laughs> So that's kind of like the starting before you start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Step one, turn on the home. <laughs> Step upset. two, download Poshmark. <laughs> yes. Our next is to have a designated area for your inventory. So if you've sourced a couple items or if they're from your own personal closet, it's nice to have all of your Poshmark inventory in one area. So it's easier when you make a sale to find the item and get it shipped out quickly. Yes. So like as you're cleaning your closet, like definitely pull those things to the side, maybe move them to like a coat closet in your house or like a bin or just something to keep the inventory that you're going to be selling separate from your items that you're keeping. So that way, you know where everything is. Yes. (laughs) And then another tip for when you're just starting out is to start getting some inspo one of the best ways to do that for reselling is to hop on over to instagram or youtube follow along with the reseller community there's so many people on instagram making content and about tips and tricks when it comes to reselling and when we both started out when we found this whole world of people doing reselling it just makes it way more fun and you get so many great ideas about how to best go about it Do you have any fave accounts that you want to shout out? Yes, I wanted to shout out the Poshing Together podcast by Christina Dean, C. Dean's Closet on Poshmark. It goes over a ton of basics. It's a limited series, and it was such a big inspiration for us and really helped us learn a lot when we were just starting out. Are there any Instagram accounts you wanted to mention? Some of the accounts that we reference on on our podcast quite a bit are recloth collection she has a six-figure reselling business we love her tips and tricks also mogi beth yeah figure reseller she's goals i would say grateful posture is one we found more recently that we get a lot of good tips and tricks from and she posts a lot of good reels boho dreams is another one that we love to follow she sells a lot of free people items but has really branched out into other areas as well And definitely Thrifter Sisters. They are also a sister reselling podcast and they have hilarious, relatable reselling content that is always hilarious. Of course, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Sisters of Posh on Instagram or Shop with Maddie 27, or you can follow Taylor, Shop Taylor J on Instagram as well. If you want. If you want. But you should. (laughs) okay so those are some of our tips for just starting out the next thing you got to do once you've gathered up some inventory to sell is to create your first listings woohoo so first thing you got to do is have a photo shoot some pictures of all the things you want to sell important things to keep in mind when it comes to the photography is that you want clear photos and good lighting And I would say a simple backdrop is the way to go, especially when you're starting out. And then pro tip when it comes to taking the pictures on your phone, 
change your phone to square mode because that way you don't have to do any cropping later. You can make sure the whole item, the way you wanted it, is already in the photo into Poshmark square setting uh, before you upload them to Poshmark. Definitely. And you'll want to take the photos at like a few different angles to show different features and take picture of the tags showing the brand and the size and then also the fabric tag. From there, after you take your pictures, import them in to create a listing on Poshmark. Then you can write your description and title. You want to just use descriptive keywords also to your items in the descriptions. Just be open and honest with anything that you do want to disclose. That way you can avoid a case later on. Definitely. When you're writing the description too, you could include the occasion someone might wear the dress if it's like formal or wedding guest or summer or fall, any kind of descriptions like that on the occasion, season, vibe of like vintage or Y2K or cottage core preppy yeah <laughs> anything like that that is will be searchable for the buyer definitely add it the definitely. more the more the merrier <laughs> yes definitely um the non-negotiables i think to include in a description would be like a brand size color those types of things yeah. Also, just what the item is, like shirt, pants. Category. Yes, yes. <laughs> Category. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Definitely. Then it is time to set the price for your item. So you'll want to check on Poshmark for similar sold items to get a gauge for what your item might sell for. Also, when you're making the listing, there is a spot that says suggested price. Once you have put all your other information in, it figures out kind of for you of what the suggested price should be so definitely don't need to like copy that exactly but it is nice to have a gauge when you're setting your price but your price can always change later so if you wanted to start on the higher end you could always lower it later I think is maybe a good way to go about it yeah I agree I gotta shoot for the moon first yeah definitely (laughs) yeah that's big thing too on Poshmark that we talk about a lot is Pretty much nothing sells at full asking price. Like maybe one out of every hundred sales will sell at full asking price for us. So leave a little wiggle room for negotiations with your price. Definitely. And then your item is up and running. You can post it and... It's up for sale. It's up for sale. (laughs) Yeah. Once your listing's live, the most important thing on Poshmark specifically is sharing your item so that it stays relevant in the search. Just keep sharing it. And we'll definitely have more information in our next episode about selling strategies of how to like up your game with stuff like that but we did want to highlight that sharing is important on Poshmark definitely all right so once you have your listings live hopefully in no time at all you'll make your first sale we do get asked sometimes of when our first sales occurred after making a listing and mine happened the very next day which is shocking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was so exciting and so motivating and I think a little out of the ordinary. So if it doesn't happen overnight, don't can't like don't delete the app immediately. Like there's still time. <laughs> yeah. Mine definitely didn't happen in the first day of yeah. the item. I think it was like a week, maybe even like week to ten days, two weeks. I honestly don't remember, but 
eventually the first sale comes in and then you're just going to be wanting to repeat the process over and over again. So there's a few things we wanted to discuss on packaging up an order. So first of all, Poshmark, all of their shipping is through U.S. Postal Service and Poshmark provides the shipping labels. So on other sites or apps like Mercari or Depop, there's options to create your own label and you can choose FedEx or whatever your favorite shipping services, but everything is for through the post office for Poshmark. So definitely only drop off your packages there. And when you make a sale, check your email, you'll receive the shipping label in there and you can print it out. Yes, we recommend keeping the supplies you need pretty minimal when you're just starting out. You can definitely add more bells and whistles the longer you're reselling. But when you're just starting out, a great resource is just using the free supplies that you can get at the post office. Kind of a cool feature of the post office that it's completely free. Yeah. And yeah, you can get boxes of a few different sizes. They have like poly mailer envelopes that you can use. They have a bubble wrap one and like a just kind of papery one that can get you started for free, not cut into your profits at all. And yeah, all you need is some packing tape or some type of adhesive to stick the label onto the free packaging. Yes. If you want to have a little more fun with it later, made a few sales under your belt, then we both like using the poly mailers that you can get on Amazon that are like fun colors and patterns. You can get a hundred pack for like between $11 and $14, just depending on the style. But like you said, Free is always good at first. (laughs) Definitely, yes. And if you're using the free supplies from the post office, you can, they have them available just right on site where you can just grab them. But also you can order them online and they ship to you also free. So if you wanted to buy, not buy, get them more in bulk, you can do it that way. And just make sure you're using the ones that say priority mail on them. Those are compatible with the label that Poshmark provides. Yes. Yep. And like Maddie said, once you have your package ready to go, you can drop it off at the post office or we both have loved taking advantage of just like the blue mailboxes that Mm. you can maybe find a little closer to you. Um, Or you can schedule a pickup with the post office or have them just pick it up from your house. So lots Lots of options. options, but super easy. Don't let the shipping scare you from starting selling on Poshmark for some reason when we started that seemed like really intimidating to me but it's really easy yeah like knock on wood I thought like a lot more packages were just going to be like missing yeah (laughs) you know but like that doesn't really happen a lot (laughs) no no I've I think I've had like I can only think of one that's ever gone missing and I've sold a lot of myself (laughs) yeah so I've don't sold, let that freak I've you sold out. like 2,700 items right now. And I think I've had like two go missing. So yeah. very low odds. Pretty and good Poshmark odds. has insurance policy for that. So don't stress yes. about shipping. It's easy. <laughs> Definitely. And then once the item is delivered to the customer, they go into the app and like mark that they received it and they can give you a review and like a rating out of five stars. And then once they mark it as received, then the cash will transfer over to you and you can either 
get a check sent to you in the mail, or we recommend hooking up your bank account and then it can automatically be transferred to your checking account. You could probably do it to a savings account too um, in just a couple business days, which is super convenient. Awesome. So that is the basics for making your first listing, packaging it up and getting that first little payday. So if you've followed these tips and, you know, done these steps and gone over to Instagram and followed some of these other Poshmark resellers, you might have noticed there's like a Poshmark lingo everyone uses of all these different acronyms and words that mean slightly different things to Poshmark users. So we wanted to do a quick rapid fire Poshmark lingo breakdown here of some of the terms that we we use on our Sisters Who Posh podcast, or we've heard other people use, you know, in the Poshmark app. Just, Just the jargon. A little glossary, if you will. Yes. All right. First up, we got posher. A posher is you. If you are reselling at Poshmark, you are a posher. It's a Poshmark user. Yes. Buyer or seller. I made, well, use it in a sentence for all of them. Oh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I made my first sale, so I'm officially a posher. Nice. All right. Next up, we have bolo, which I guess I don't know what it stands for, but it means be a brand. on the lookout. <laughs> be on lookout. Be on lookout. So yeah, this is just like a really great brand. Something you want to know about when you're out sourcing for items. So. Reformation Jeans is a bolo brand. Is that good? Love it. <laughs> okay, this next one, to be honest, we put on the glossary because we keep seeing it and we didn't really even know what it stood for. <laughs> so we said this is Poshmark 101, but we can always use a refresh. I already didn't know my first one. So. <laughs> okay, this one is EUC, which we've like... When we didn't know what it stood for, we thought it we just meant like it's in good condition, but it stands for excellent used condition. Nice. Using it in a sentence. Oh, wait, did you use yours in a sentence? I did. Oh, yeah, you did the Reformation Jeans. Okay, sorry. Let me start over. <laughs> to use it in a sentence, this dress doesn't have the tags, but it is in EUC. Wow. Nailed it. Okay. Next up is closet. So a closet is your kind of Poshmark page that shows all of the items that you have for sale. Yeah. Like your storefront within Poshmark. Definitely. To go a step further, a listing is an individual item that you have for sale on Poshmark. So to use both in a sentence. Extra credit alert. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. I just added so many new listings to my Poshmark closet. Nailing it. Thank you. All right. I'm coming at you with another acronym. (laughs) NWT. This stands for new with tags. This is when an item still has its tags attached. You know, if you listen to the podcast, often I'm blinded by a new with tags item. Blinded by the tags. (laughs) Just. It's just so fun when you're thrifting and you find something that still has the tags on it. It's like, who would get rid of this? But yeah, new with tags, 
to use it in a sentence. <laughs> this item still has the tags. It's at WT. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, next one is also an acronym, ISO, which stands for in search of. So sometimes people will make a listing on Poshmark of a item that they are looking for. So they are not selling it, but they're trying to find it. <laughs> yes. If you are, if you're checking comps on something where you're like comparing the price of like, if you find something in a thrift store and you're checking to see if it's still, see what it's going for. And you find a bunch of those ISO listings, buy it. True. Yeah. That's <laughs> super desirable. Um, to use it in a sentence. I'm dying to get my hands on one of those free people dolman jackets. I'm I <laughs> nailed it. What oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. I love the use it in a sentence part. Okay. Nice. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. <laughs> the next word is sourcing, as we said. Sourcing is what resellers say for when they are buying items specifically to sell so if you are out shopping thrifting looking for things to sell just sounds way more legit when you're just like oh i sourced some new items for my store true (laughs) so i guess i just used it in a sentence there i went sourcing today and i found three pairs of a goldie jeans okay (laughs) (laughs) i wish yeah wishful thinking (laughs) Love it. Okay, the next one is also an acronym, COGS, which stands for cost of goods sold. And this is the cost of the items that you just sourced. (laughs) So if you went sourcing and you bought a shirt for $3, that would be your cost, cost of goods sold. So if you sell the item for, let's say, $10 after the Poshmark fees, and you bought it for $3, then your net profit would be $7. So you always want to think about your cost of goods sold when you are sourcing. Is that count as my sentence? No. Okay. To use it in a sentence. (laughs) I love going to the bins. It has such a low cogs. Nailed it. Is that... (laughs) Sweet. The next word is bundle, which is kind of like your shopping bag on Poshmark. It's like if you're buying multiple items from one person's closet or storefront. Yeah, I would say any any sale on Poshmark where someone's buying more than two items at once would be a bundle. I just scored this great six-item bundle from Shop with Maddie 27. <laughs> During her 50% off sale. Running now for Sisters Who Posh (laughs) listeners. Love it. Okay, the next one is an acronym again, OTL, which stands for Offer to Liker. So in Poshmark, when someone likes one of your items, you can send those specific likers, a person that liked an item, bonus word for you. You can send them an offer of, you know, 20% off or something to maybe entice them to buy your item now. To use it in a sentence. I'd I'd say it's also like there's the function on um, 
Poshmark where you can send offers out on like all the items in your closet at once kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where it's just all the people that have liked it. Yeah, true. Not just one specific listing is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, I have, for my sentence, I will say, I'm going to try to drive sales this weekend. So I'm going to send some OTLs. Oh, you nailed it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next word on our list is parties. Poshmark parties, to be more specific. So parties on Poshmark are events that are scheduled a few times a day where there'll be like a certain theme for the party and people can share their listings that are relevant to this theme to this party to get more eyes on your items. I guess if they fit under a certain theme is the intention of it. And also I think Poshmark likes it because it keeps, they, they, they are always wanting their poshers to be more active in the app. So it's an incentive for that. And you can sign up to be like a party host and pick the items that are like showcased in it. And yeah, some people think that it's a waste of time. Some people think that it's like the bread and butter. If you keep sharing your listings to the parties, that that's like a good thing to do. We've been toying with it a little bit. We're not really sure where we land, but that's what's going on with the Poshmark parties. Can you use it in a sentence? (laughs) Yes. You've been invited to the Together We Posh party at 7 p.m. <laughs> Can't wait to share all my listings. <laughs> that was a semicolon between those two. So. I got it. Okay, good. Love it. All right, the next one just goes hand in hand with the parties is host pick. So a host pick, like Taylor was saying, there's people that are chosen to be hosts of these Poshmark parties and they get special picks that will be featured during the party. So before the parties, the host will scour all over Poshmark to pick items from other people's closets that fit the description of the party that they want to showcase. And they will let you know that you are a host pick. Then during the party, in our experience, agrees that the host picks doesn't really mean much (laughs) the host pick like it doesn't mean your item's going to sell during the party but you get a lot of notifications of people congratulating you on the host pick so to use it in a sentence your item is you know setting the stage your item has been chosen for a host pick and you receive a poshmark notification of someone commented on your item oh my gosh congratulations you are a host pick I love this item so much. Great job. That was kind of yeah. a run. That was like a lot of sentences, but you yeah, get but the idea. that's perfect. And also for that sentence, there would be like a lot of emojis too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next term is posh ambassador. So Poshmark ambassador is once you hit some certain requirements, on Poshmark, then you will get a badge on your profile stating that you're a Poshmark ambassador. So it has to do with how many community shares you've done, how many sales you've made, how many listings you've had, and so on and so forth. There's actually now two tiers of Poshmark ambassador. There's the original program, and then now there's Posh ambassador two, where you can get some other benefits for being one. 
the jury's still out on if this actually does anything for you in your closet, <laughs> but we both are posh ambassadors, and I am a posh ambassador too. So, ooh, flex, flex, <laughs> not to flex on all of y'all. Oh my gosh, um, that's this always just reminds me. I'm gonna use it in a sentence, but I'm oh, stealing great. this from a reel I saw from. I think it's her account is Tell Your Friends Sportswear on Instagram. Okay. And she made a reel that was like her on the plane and it was like nobody knows they're in the presence the in the presence of a Poshmark ambassador too. <laughs> <laughs> Such prestige. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Great job. The next one is Posh Fest. So this is an annual conference that Poshmark puts on for poshers to attend and learn more about Poshmark. It's really educational. And then also it's a really great networking event to meet other poshers. This year it's in Houston, September 29th and 30th. So to use it in a sentence, I can't wait for the Poshmark annual networking event, Poshfest. (laughs) That was pretty bad. Yeah, you could have done better, but we'll let it slide. Okay, flip. Flip is used for when you, it's just the term used when basically you buy an item for a low cost of good and then you sell it for a high cost. You took your money and you flipped it into more money. Yep. So I would say, this is an impression of Maddie. Oh my gosh. I bought this jacket at the bins for $2 and it's sold for 70 That's an amazing flip. Wow. We should have actually just used the clip of me from earlier in the episode. <laughs> Run it again. Now, the opposite of flip would be a flop. That is when you buy something that you think is going to sell and unfortunately, you're still hanging on to it years later. <laughs> Love it. All right. The next one is closet clear out oh i'm sorry the next one is an acronym cco which stands for closet clear out closet clear out is a promotion that poshmark runs a couple times a week where they let you know through a banner on the top of the app and that day only if you drop the prices 10 percent, and someone buys it it'll offer them discounted shipping which is always desirable on poshmark to use it in a sentence i hate offering discounted shipping because it <laughs> cuts into my profits <laughs> cuts into my profits oh luckily it's cco day <laughs> nailed it wow that rolled up rolled off the tongue you're always saying that (laughs) i'm always saying that all right next one is the bins the bins is what the resellers call the goodwill clearance which are specific goodwill locations where things are not hung up they're just in these giant bins that's where it gets the name and you dig through them and you pay for your items per pound not they're not priced individually to use this in a sentence Wow, I had a great haul at the bins, the Goodwill Clearance Centers. I got 34 items. <laughs> I got 34 items of clothing for $34. What a score. That was a long sentence. Wow, really good one. So the next one is an acronym BST, 
buy, sell, trade stores. So these are stores where you can bring in your old clothes or I don't know why they have to be old. You can bring in your clothes and (laughs) bring in your nasty clothes (laughs) (laughs) and sell them to the store. And they can either give you cash or in-store credit that you can use to buy other items in the store. So examples, or I'll use it in a sentence. Wow. My favorite BST is Plato's Closet. And it's true. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Okay. The next one is PFF. That stands for Posh Friends Forever. This word means you're reselling friends. You're reseller besties. To use it in a sentence, I would say, Maddie, you are my PFF. And then in parentheses, I would say, Macy, I know you're totally freaking out that I called Maddie my PFF, but don't worry. You can always have two PFFs. (laughs) Perfect. I think we got that one. Okay, good. All right. The next one is a reserve flag. So... On your listing, sometimes you'll see a yellow flag that says reserved on it. And this means that a posher is currently has your item in their bundle to purchase and is like putting in their like payment information or on the screen of like they're about to buy it. Very last step. So if you see a reserve flag on one of your items, You get really excited because you're like, oh, someone might buy it. There is a chance that they will decide not to buy it at that point and they can um, back out. Like they haven't purchased it yet. So to use it in a sentence. Oh, my gosh. Why are all the sentences talking so monotone? (laughs) I don't know, but now we've started. So let's just continue. Oh, my gosh. Reserve flag on my uh, Goldie jeans. I'm so excited. I hope they sell. I always picture that, like, when it says that reserve flag is on your item, that, like, yeah. they're walking over to their purse, like, pulling out their card. Like, yes. You know what I mean? You're, like, just waiting. Yeah. Okay. The next one is TTF, which stands for true to size. So this means that an item does not run not too big, not too small. It's kind of a Goldilocks. It's just right. Exactly what you'd expect. Using in a sentence, this American Eagle sweater runs TTS. Nice. Our next one is the word comps. Comps are similar items that have already sold on Poshmark that you're comparing an item to maybe when you're outsourcing before you buy it to make sure it's going to be a good flip. So to use it in a sentence, I thought I found a great item at Goodwill, but then I checked the comps, and it was not good. (laughs) Yes. So I put it back. (laughs) Hopefully. Unless it was NWP, then I probably still bought it. (laughs) I'll do one for Taylor. I checked the comps at Goodwill, and it was not good. But it was new with tags, so I bought it. (laughs) It was NWT, so I bought it anyway. (laughs) Or there was one comp that was way higher than all the rest, so I decided I'd still buy it. 
even though I shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. This is the final word. And it's another acronym. It is, this one is SWP. Do you know what it stands for, Maddie? Hmm. I think I do. Do you know what it stands for? Hmm. Okay. It stands for Sisters Who Posh, which is a reseller podcast where you can learn tips and tricks. Yes. About reselling and just have a good laugh. Yes. And we will update our progress every week. Oh, gosh. Share our goals or whatever we say in the theme song. Hi, I'm Maddie. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm Maddie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway. To use it in a sentence, I found this really good podcast about reselling, and I'm going to tell all my friends about Sisters Who Posh. You didn't use the acronym. <laughs> And I'm going to tell all my friends to subscribe to SWP. All right. Well, those were just some terms that you might not know if you're just starting out with reselling, but I just wanted to highlight a few of them. And that wraps up this, this part of our back to school Poshmark 101 two-part series. So we'll be back next week with some selling strategies for how you can drive sales as a reseller when you're just starting out. So stay tuned for that. Awesome. Yes, let us know if we missed any Poshmark lingo that we should discuss in a future episode. You can message us on Instagram at Sisters Who Posh, or you can send us an email at sistershuposh at gmail.com. We absolutely love getting feedback, getting questions that help us shape some of our episodes, and then also sharing any listener wins of Poshmark success that you might have had. Definitely. Also, I, we might as well throw it out there now since we're coming up slowly but surely on October, which we will be doing our Halloween series again. <gasps> yes. So if you have a Poshmark horror story or reseller horror story of something, something that went wrong in your reselling business that maybe enough time has passed, now you can laugh at it a little, or you just want to share with the class here. <laughs> Definitely start sending in those Poshmark horror stories to our email, sisterspoch at gmail, or on our Instagram, sisterspoch. Yes. Awesome. We'll be, we'll be back with part two next week. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.